0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.
1: If we go to the Durbanville area to connect with uh, Wendy Christine, She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Good morning, Wendy.
0: Good morning, Brad. How are you? I'm good, and you? Good, thank you.
1: Fantastic. Today we're talking about fasting, which for some people is very, very scary. They think, oh no, now I'm going to be deprived and I'm going to get a headache. That's how people sum yes. up fasting one sentence
0: <laughs> that's very true that That is how many people think about it. Um, I think that that fear of deprivation is a really big thing mm. um, but there there's so many people that almost naturally fast or find it much easier to do and so have made it a lifestyle and I think you know it's it's important that they're doing it correctly as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's you've made a very important point there. It, it is a lifestyle. And just for our listeners here, yeah, we're not talking about fasting necessarily as a spiritual discipline. This is very much just a way of managing when you eat um, instead of doing the classic you know, three meals a day, hey, Wendy, and, and having your snacks in between. This is about having really specific times of the day when you will be feeding your body. Yes.
0: Um, and many people do it for weight loss um, to improve their metabolic health. Um, they feel better doing that. Um, and, and, but as again, as, as I said, it's not something that everybody can do or should do. Mm. Um, but if you are going to be doing it, we want to at least make sure that you're doing it in the best way that nourishes your body and make sure that you are um, improving your well-being and not actually setting yourself back.
1: Um, you've used the word inflammation um, or reducing inflammation. Can you remind us what are some of the, the things that happen inside of our bodies that are not good that are caused by inflammation?
0: So many of the inflammatory diseases, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, um, uh, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, autoimmune conditions, those kind of things are caused by inflammation in the body. Mm. And fasting can be used as a means to reduce inflammation um, and to improve these chronic inflammatory diseases that so many people struggle with at the moment.
1: Is this something that you do just for a short time uh, or is this something, a lifestyle that you get into because you mentioned lifestyle, that you could just keep going? Uh, w- would it still uh, be okay for our bodies to just continually do this uh, way of eating?
0: Well, uh, in my opinion, I believe that it should be done in per- for periods of time and it shouldn't be um, a consistent thing um, because our bodies tend to adapt and if you are fasting all the time, you actually lose the benefit of it. You, your body just then goes into a cycle of um, storing whatever it is is being um, fed, um, and it doesn't actually change up your metabolism uh, as you would like it to do if you, if you're doing it on a continual basis. So I I, I like to to recommend that people would. Consider either periods of fasting or they do a couple of days on, a couple of days off. But not necessarily every day should be the same.
1: So you would need to do this for six months for, to truly feel the anti-inflammatory benefits of this?
0: Yeah. So if you, you, could, you could do it on and off or you could do it for, I would say, probably a three-month period okay. if, if you're going to be doing it consistently and then go back to a fairly normalised pattern. And in that normalised pattern, you could still include one or two days a week where you do fasting. And people tend to build up to fast. So it depends on the type of fast that you're doing. You know, if you're building up to a 24 or a 48 hour fast, then that's that's gonna take a little bit of time to get to. It's not something that you just decide today, okay, well, I'm not gonna eat for the next 48 hours. You normally need to prepare your body uh, to get to that phase. Um, And if there's a specific health challenge that you're facing, you might want to consider doing those kinds of fasts because of the um, anti-inflammatory effect of that particular type of fasting.
1: Yeah. Um, so what's happening inside of our bodies when we're not putting food in it? Because obviously we, st- we can eat often in the day if you're following just a regular eating pattern from breakfast when you wake up all the way through the day. Your body is continuously working. Your digestive system is continuously working. And now if we're looking at fasting and intermittent fasting. Uh, what's happening inside of our bodies when these processes stop?
0: Okay, so uh, the studies have shown that the caloric restriction can improve the inflammatory autoimmune disease by reducing the release of pro-inflammatory cells, and these are called monocytes, and they circulate in the blood. So these cells then go to sleep um, and become less inflammatory than those that are found when we're continuously eating, and because the monocytes are highly inflammatory immune cells, they cause uh, tissue damage. So that that's what we want to actually stop. And by fasting, you prevent that tissue damage because you're actually forcing those cells to go to sleep, so that you can um, repair your body.
1: And so, there's actual benefits to just giving parts of our body a chance to rest, like giving our digestive system an afternoon off.
0: Yes, absolutely, <laughs> it is. If, as you said, you know, our digestive systems are continuously working. So even if we haven't eaten a meal, like if we skip breakfast we might still be processing what we ate for dinner last night. Um, and so the, the body takes quite a lot of time to clear the digestive tract um, and to be able to then have that anti-inflammatory effect.
1: I think some people here, and maybe me included, just this idea of not having your breakfast or not having lunch or having to wait till a particular time just sounds awful. It sounds more like punishment than something that's really good for you.
0: Yes, I, I must say I agree. I don't find fasting pleasant at all. Um, <laughs> but my body doesn't really do well on fasting. Uh-huh. And I think that's the important thing is we need to understand our bodies. Uh, do we have a body that can manage fasting or do we have that kind of body that needs that regular feeding um, in small quantities and with healthy foods? And so you know, if you understand your body and you understand how you function best, then I think that's that's a step forward. We're talking about this serious type of fasting. If you're struggling with a disease, if you have something like cancer, for example, you would perhaps want to consider doing some of this caloric um, restriction to reduce the inflammation to those cells Mm. for a period of time. Um, It's not something that you need to do continuously, though.
1: So when it comes to intermittent intermittent fasting, and I know I was having a look at an app the other day because at least there's an app for everything and it does make life a little bit easier. But then it was asking me, okay, what do you want, the 16-8 method or the 5-2 method? And I'm like, hang on a moment. (laughs) This is very confusing. So what are all these different ways that you can fast?
0: So there's several different ways that people fast. So the sixteen eight method and the five, two are two of those that you've spoken about. Um and that that, that purely means the sixteen and the eight are the numbers of the, the the time windows. So the sixteen hours are the the times um in the day that you fast. You eat for the other eight hours, hmm. um, and then there's it's still enough time in those eight hours to eat your three meals. You would um, say start. It's like an eight-hour day. So if you think that's your work day, you eat during your work day, and then for the rest of the time you're not eating. But um, normal for for not, the normal work day, probably yeah. your work day looks a little different. Um, women do a bit better on a on a shorter fasting window, so they could do anything between I would say twelve even to fifteen hours. Fifteen hours is is pushing it a little bit, but with with women's hormones and their cycles, they tend to do better on a on a shorter fasting window.
1: So during those, um, yes, the yep. sixteen hours when you're not eating, can you drink something? I mean, can you have water, and what what can what can you have during that time?
0: Absolutely. So you can have clear fluids. Um, so you can have water, you can have coffee, you can have tea, you can have bone broth. As long as they have zero calories, those are the, the beverages you can have. So you wouldn't be having coffee with sugar in it, for example. But you might have some coffee with some MCT oil in it. Or you might have um, a cup of herbal tea or your bone broth, as I said, because those at least carry some nutritive value. Mm. Um, and they, But they don't put the pressure on the digestive system.
1: Um is here with me as well, of course, and she's got a question for you, Wendy.
0: Hi, Wendy. Thank what? you so much for today. I think it's so valuable. And I personally know a few people who actually um they have amazing results in terms of weight loss following the intermittent fasting. But as we speak, I'm also thinking about people that we maybe um have a health risk. You know, people with certain diseases. Um, it might not be the best option. So, how will one know if you're actually a good candidate for intermittent fasting or not? Well, I think it's something that you have to you almost have to figure it out by trial and error. If you if you attempt intermittent fasting and you really don't feel well, so you feel dizzy, you feel headachey, you feel starving all the time then then you're perhaps not a a good candidate for intermittent fasting. It's not really going to influence your, you know, so if you have obesity or diabetes or any of those, it's not going to exacerbate any of those health conditions. Mm -hmm. But it might cause a hypoglycemia where your blood sugar starts dropping or you start getting these fluctuations in your blood sugar, which really means that you can't concentrate, you can't focus, your body's really struggling. Uh, I would say get your blood sugar stable first before you attempt the the intermittent intermittent fasting. Because if you do have an unstable blood sugar, it's going to be a real struggle for you. Thank
1: you. Yeah, Wendy, I'm looking at the time right now, and we've only just got through two of the six ways. I'm thinking we need to pick this up again next week uh, and continue this conversation. So I'm going to pop one more question in here before we greet each other, not too different to what Almarie said, but then there's some people that just shouldn't fast. I guess if you take on certain kinds of medication, if you're uh, you know, a mom who's breastfeeding a child, I'm guessing there's some kind of parameters as to you know best to avoid fasting.
0: Yes. So I would say if you're putting any pressure on your body, if you're an athlete or if you are, um, a, a breastfeeding mom, a pregnant mom, um, a, a children, children shouldn't necessarily be, be fasting. They, they need to make sure that they're having enough calories during the day. It depends on the situation, of course. It depends on what is their weight. What is their state of health mm. and how, you know, how easy is it for them? Are they able to focus and concentrate if they aren't eating those meals? So, It it really does depend on that. Um, And as you said, certain health conditions is going to be a little bit more difficult. So you would want to listen to your body, you would want to make sure that you've got some advice before you start um, attempting any, any type of fasting.
1: That's amazing. Uh, So grateful for your time this morning. I see we're definitely going to pick this up again next week. And uh, we'll make this part one available for you in the meantime as a podcast. And then we'll catch up with the second half of this chat in seven days from now. A big thanks to Wendy Christian. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. You can find her on Google and uh, you'll uh, be able to pop in and see her practice here in Durbanville. Big thanks to you, Wendy. Appreciate your time. Have a really great Thursday.
0: Thanks, Brad. Have a great Thursday too.